Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie, so buckle up and let's do it together. Alrighty, podcast fam, we are back chatting with Liz Dodson this week. I interviewed her on a podcast episode, uh, when was that, like two two months ago, month and a half ago? I can link the podcast episode in the show notes, and if Liz, I don't know if you're going to put this on your podcast, we can put it in your show notes too, we'll figure that out, but um, you can go back to that episode to figure out who Liz is, what her story is, but today we're going to be chatting about 75 Hard, and it is a program that we have both decided to commit to, and we are on day 40... Yeah, 44, 45, something like that. But it is, honestly, has been the most most like challenging and growth-fulfilling program that I think we've both ever done. So we're just going to use today's episode to talk about the things that we've learned and hopefully inspire you to create some change in your life wherever you're feeling called to do so. So Liz, why don't you start off by telling us about roughly what 75 Heart is and why you chose to do it. So hello, I'm happy to be on again. I chose to do 75 hard partly because you told me that you were going to do it. (laughs) Um, Originally, I didn't want to do it because I was scared. Um, But then I kind of like kicked myself in the butt and was like, no, you're doing it. There's so many other girls doing this at the same time. Why would you not do it now? So I was like, okay, like. Wait, pause pause there for a second. I literally (laughs) remember texting you and I was like, hey, I'm going to do 75 hard. And you literally replied and said, I've always wanted to do that, but not right now. Yes. <laughs> You're like, I can't do it. We'll dive into that later. But I just, I completely forgot that I even texted you that until you just said that. So keep <laughs> yeah. going. <laughs> um, so that was the beginning of that. But I have known about 75 hard for at least a year now. Like I've seen people do it. I, I've known exactly what it is. I just was scared to ever like actually commit because I would, I was honestly scared that I was going to fail. And um, as I've learned, like, through doing this now for 45 days, like, I'm so capable of, like, doing more than I ever thought. Anywho, um, the reason I started and, like, have always wanted to do it was because I wanted to prove to myself that I could do something like this and stick with it and stay committed because I've never done anything like it before. And it's probably the hardest thing I've ever done, like, lifestyle wise I guess and so there's Mm -hmm. there's a part of you that becomes more like confident and you just feel more empowered when you are doing things that you one are scared to do and two like thought you couldn't do and so for me I just wanted to gain that next level of like self-confidence and and be able to help other people through things as well like that's a big part of it especially using my platform like Instagram and now my podcast to help people. I'm able to kind of use my experiences now to, you know, push people to go harder and just be that like lead by example kind of person for my audience. And so that was a part of it as well. That's kind of always a part of what I'm doing. But anywho, I will go over really quickly what 75 Hard is for those of you that don't know. We are following this program for 75 days 
and it entails doing two workouts a day. Both have to be at least 45 minutes. One has to be outside, like rain, shine, you know, no matter what the condition, one has to be outside. Um, follow a meal plan with no cheats or no alcohol. And the meal plan can be one that we set ourselves. There's no like black or white thing for that. Um, that's just a meal plan that we choose ourselves, but no cheats and no alcohol. And then reading 10 pages of personal development every single day, taking a progress picture every day, drinking a gallon of water every day. Did I miss any? No. That's yeah, it. I think that's all of them. So those are all of the the tasks that we have to do every single day. And if we miss one or don't complete one, then we have to start back over at day one. Yes. And so we both started this program at the same time. And I think what's been my favorite part, so I'll talk a little bit about why I chose to do 75 hard. And then we'll talk about just really how we've been kind of feeding off each other's fire to keep going. Um, but I remember same as you, I saw people doing 75 hard and I kept telling myself, I was like, there's no way I could ever do that. Like I'm a full-time nurse. I work 12 hour shifts. Like how in the heck would I ever, you know, do two 45 minute workouts in a day on top of marathon training and all the other things. And I think as humans, we wear busy as a badge of honor. We think that just because our to-do list is super long or our plates are super full that, you know, we get to wear some like type of metal around our neck that we think that that like makes us special. And so as I found myself making all of these excuses while simultaneously listening to Andy Frisella's podcast, who is the creator of the program, I really realized that like that was my signal that I needed to commit because I was instantly making those excuses. I knew that I needed to just push past and to just build that discipline and that growth in areas where I hadn't yet cultivated it. And I think as somebody who comes from a very like personal growth background and perspective over the last two and a half years, I was feeling stagnant. I wasn't seeing consistency in a lot of things. I wasn't seeing results in a lot of things. And so it's always asking yourself, like, how can I get to that next level? And what does that next level look like? And so for me, it was like, committing to this for 75 days is obviously going to unlock so much potential and just push past so many excuses. And so that was why I decided to do it. And I know that we started 75 hard with a group. I can't, I don't even know how many girls. At least 25. Yeah, probably. I think that, yeah, but I think we started with roughly 25 girls. And I would say there's maybe 10 of us that have, stuck to the entire challenge up until day 44 or whatever day we decided that we're on um and i think it's the point isn't that you have to get through all 75 days the first time and so i want to talk a little bit about that and kind of the perspective of people feeling like once they start something if they fall off track or if things don't go as planned they get kicked back to quote unquote day one What's your take on that? To me, like I started this and it's crazy now that I think this way because the Liz like, you know, two or three years ago, honestly probably would never have even committed to this, but I am now like, I started this thing, I'm gonna do it till the end so I don't have to start over. Like, I think starting over scares me more than actually completing the whole thing. <laughs> um, because, you know, you could be on day 70 and mess up and have to start over and that's just, I don't want to do that now that I've gone like this far. And so 
I think that just makes it that much harder and it's a little more of a nudge to stick with it the first time and not sell yourself mm -hmm. short because yes, there are instances in life that happen that cause you to fall off or that have caused the girls in our group to have to start over. Um, but that's just part of the journey. And I think it's important not to compare. So like, if you do end up missing a task or something like, of course, you're probably going to beat yourself up. You're probably going to feel like shit about it. And that's, that's the point because, you know, Andy, the creator, he wants us to learn that discipline and be real with ourselves. He doesn't want us to, um, mess up or fall off track and then be okay with it because change doesn't happen when we're just okay with selling ourselves short and so that's part of it um and then that's my take also on starting over like i just don't want to <laughs> and i remember us like saying yeah. something towards the beginning i think someone did end up missing a task and i remember talking to you about it and being like hearing that makes me want to just do it harder and like stay on track more because that mm -hmm. the thought of starting over now is almost more scary than like sticking it out yeah and i remember yeah i texted you and like this is nothing against anybody who feels like maybe you've done 75 hard and you have not completed the entire program or maybe you had to start over a couple of times and like this is no mm -hmm. shame against anybody who is in that season or at that point in your journey because even if you do have to quote unquote start over you still grew so much and you can take the tools that you learned in that season at the beginning of the program or whatever it is to help propel you forward and like the future version and like you're in a constant state of growth and evolution to the next version of you um but i remember texting you and i was like i refuse to be the person who comes to the group chat and says i'm starting back at day one and that's just me and like my inner competitive self knowing that it's me versus me and i know what it feels like to give up on me i know how many seasons i've been in where i just throw in the towel when things get tough or life gets hard or when i can't handle the emotions or the feelings that come with whatever it is that i'm doing and so i like just say hands in the air maybe tomorrow maybe next week and so for me like that is my reminder every single day is that i know how it feels to give up but i also know how it feels to push and to grow and so I think that that feeling for me is so much more worth it than just throwing in the towel or putting a band-aid or an excuse over what it is that I'm working towards. Right. And you said that and I actually thought about like a time where I was compromising my values in myself and like I'm not gonna lie I like clenched my jaw just then I was like mad I was like oh I remember that time when I used to like when I used to sell myself short and I used to put my values and my needs and wants to the side for someone else to like cater to them. Mm -hmm. And that just like, it doesn't make me mad, but it just reminds me that I have come this far. And like, it reminds me why I'm doing this because this challenge or this program is not about any like physical like change. I don't think, I think a lot of us started this program to create a mental change and that like is a ripple effect into all aspects of life and to me one of the hardest things for me has been learning what my values are and standing up for who i am because i so often just want to please others and so for me to even be doing this and standing up for myself and 
you know, because people joke, people joke around, you're like, oh, just have a drink or just have, you know, have a beer, you know, can't you just take one cheat day? And just you hearing that, you know, it's like, absolutely not. Like, why would I give all of this up for, you know, that when clearly you don't necessarily care about me succeeding, you care about me going to drink a beer with you or something, you know, and like, no shade on anyone, but I'm just using that as an example when to say no and saying no to other people to stick with something you're doing is so empowering and you just build your confidence way more. Like, have you had, have you had people do that to you so far? Oh yeah. And I, I think that that, this sounds like kind of silly, like when I say it out loud now, but one of the biggest reasons why I didn't want to do 75 hard during the middle of summer was because of drinking. And I realized in the first week, week and a half, how much of a social norm drinking is and alcohol consumption is. And it's like, you know, like you want to go out with friends. Well, let's go get a drink. Oh, I want to go to the pool today. Well, let's bring drinks. And it's like, not that everything has to be centered around alcohol, but how much, like how empowering it is to be like, no, I'm showing up for me and I'm showing up for my goals. Like I'll still be present. I'll probably still be the life of the party and I'll still have a damn good time doing it, but I don't need alcohol to make me more me. And I remember we've talked about this too, like in our group chat with a couple of other girls who are doing it, that like, I feel more like myself, higher energy, higher vibes, just so in alignment with my values without alcohol. And being a 20 something who, you know, we, we do drink, we drink, we like to go to downtown Austin and drink. We like to go to country concerts and drink, but realizing that your life is about so much more than food or the things that you consume, whether that's alcohol or not, and that you can still build your life resume and your life experiences and enjoy being present in the moment without those things. Yeah, for sure. I have definitely learned that. And I think the, the first uh, couple of weeks were the hardest for me too, you know, cause it's like, oh, you want to go to the lake? Like, oh, let's bring the cooler and bring drinks. Yeah. Like you said, you know, just like things that are natural to us, you know, things that we've been doing and really haven't thought about, you know, like you come home from a long day of work, you drink a beer, <laughs> you know, I can't be the only one mm-hmm. who has done that. Yeah. Or like right now I just, I have like the margarita taste in my mouth. It's like, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm home all day, you know, it's a nice day out. Like, let's go make a marg and drink one, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, it is like that, but it's also really empowering to know that you don't have to go through your days like relying on alcohol. And I think that that is a big aspect and a really big thing that we're learning, like an important thing that we're learning because all of this is teaching us like self-control and all of this is teaching us that we are in control of our actions and decisions. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, I've gone, I've had a, I've had a concert that I've gone to that of course I would want to, I would love to to drink a beer at that time, but I didn't. And I still had a really fun time at that concert and I was present and I didn't have to worry about this or that, you know, like after drinking too much and, you know, it wasn't hung over the next day. And so, yeah, that's all part of it is just like learning that we can live our lives without alcohol controlling us. Like when we do consume alcohol, we can now feel like we're in control. And I think that's something we're Mm -hmm. gonna take after this. Absolutely. And I've already been thinking about, you know, like when 75 hard is over, like, I think that me a year ago, even 
45 days ago would have been like once I finish this program like I'm gonna just party and like I'm just gonna drink you know like I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna have and like I do plan on having a celebration for completing the program but like right now that like just doesn't sound fun like being hung over and spending a bunch of money and I'm like eh, like I think I can live without it and so it just really goes to show that the self-awareness behind every choice that you make and it's the things that we do on a daily to like day-to-day basis that we don't realize either compound for us or compound against us and it's the daily habits and the daily deposits that make the greater contribution to whatever it is that you're working towards whether that's alcohol whether that's personal development whether that's exercise whether that's just mindset work whatever it is if you're making a conscious effort to make the decisions that are going to empower you or to like form the habits that are going to empower you like it's going to pay off for future you um and I wanted to chat a little bit about what has been just in general the hardest part for you in 75 hard I was gonna ask you that you read my mind um the hardest part for me I want to say has see they're all hard like all of these tasks are so hard and I can think about mm-hmm. different like aspects of every day that one task is harder than the other but Probably for me, I want to say when it comes down to food, no cheats. Mm-hmm. Um, I am someone who fully believes in like balance when it comes to nutrition and in terms of like your daily consumption, like I love chocolate. I love pizza, burgers, French fries, you know, alcohol. And so I was allowing myself those things at least once every day, like one of those things. And mm-hmm. looking back on it, the first week was so crazy hard for me because I was like craving those things that I was like allowing myself to have because I felt like I Mm -hmm. needed it in the moment. I felt like, you know, normally I'm an emotional eater. And so when I was feeling tired, when I'm tired is normally when I would have a so-called cheat because I naturally would just want to grab for those things because they were usually easier to get. So for me, I have gone the longest that I ever have without emotional eating and like overeating consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have always, well, the last few years of my like health journey, I've cultivated a really good eat, like eating habit overall. But because I believe in balance, I was allowing myself snacks here and there that weren't necessarily the most healthy and I would just kind of go too far with it sometimes. But looking back on it, it's, you know, like I mentioned earlier, the self-control that I've learned is insane. Like, and I, I don't think I could ever like repay, you know, Andy, the creator for what like this has taught me when it comes to food, because it has taught me that I have full control over, I have control over my cravings. And like, I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned is having that control over my cravings. You know, I might... I might be craving something, but that doesn't mean that I need to go eat it. And before my mindset was, oh, I'm craving it. Let me have a tiny bit of something to satisfy that. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends on where you are with your relationship with food. And I knew that I was ready to go to that next level and be more strict with myself. But I don't think I could have done this, you know, three years ago because my relationship with food wasn't as strong as it is, you know, and so it's definitely been the hardest part for me just because I feel like food has always kind of controlled me. But now I feel like 
I have more say, you know, over what I'm eating and everything. And it just, it feels so good to be able to say that now. And it's going to be so rewarding, like to be able to take this now, like to the rest of my life. So yeah. What about you? What's your hardest part? Um, I would say, man, I ask you the question and then I got to think about my answer. Man, like you said, like it definitely just depends on the day, but I feel like just the inner work, the mindset, like just the struggles and like not capitalizing on my busy schedule or not capitalizing on the really hard weeks or the really tough days. And we were talking about this before we hit record, but not putting band-aids on the problems and really facing what the root problem is. And there's been so many tough shifts, so many tough weeks where I just want to come home and like throw back a bottle of wine. Like (laughs) I probably would have done that, you know, and I remember Snapchatting you guys and I was like, if I give up on 75 hard, like this is the night that it's going to happen. Like I just, there's been so many emotional moments where like, I just want to push my problems away. I just want to pretend like they're not there. And so while it's not, doesn't have to do with a specific task of 75 hard, it's the grit and the resilience mindset that I've built along the way to realize that, you know, food, alcohol, numbing through hanging out with other people or numbing by just staying home by myself and, you know, numbing by pushing off my workouts or saying tomorrow or saying next week isn't going to fix what's actually going on. And so having to face the really hard, uncomfortable emotions and thought patterns and just spending the time with it. And I think one of my favorite parts has been the two 45-minute workouts. And I thought that with 12-hour shifts, that was going to be really tough. But being able to come home from a 12-hour shift and to spend time working on me and to decompress my second workout on days that I work is almost always a walk with my dog and it's just such a safe space to be with myself and to really process what's going on whether that was at work or what's going on personally Um, and so I think for me like and I was kind of like a double-edged sword there like it's been the best and the worst thing but just like knowing that I have no choice but to show up even when it's hard, even when it's uncomfortable, even when I would rather numb or hide. Yeah, I feel that. I, I like, distract myself with food. And so that's another aspect of, you know, yeah. you know, I'm tired after a long day. Like, let me come home and smash a bag of chips, like, and not mm-hmm. deal with, you know, not do something more constructive. <laughs> but I would rather, you know, or, like, I would normally just eat and distract myself. But um, yeah, I feel that the workouts, it's funny because, you know, none of this is easy. And I think some people might see us doing this and think, well, how does it come so easy to them? Or, you know, how are you even able to like get yourself to do that? And the thing is, is that it, it takes a commitment to yourself. And it's part of Mm -hmm. learning that you are your biggest, like you're your biggest commitment and nobody else is like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're single with someone married you know has kids like i see too often people making other people more of a priority and through this we've made ourselves a priority and we're making that the center of our lifestyle right now and i think that's why it's so important and i i for sure have made like i know i've made a positive impact with the people around me um 
just through people bringing up what I'm doing in conversation, you know, and it feels good. But I guess I have a question for you. I know what I did, but how did you create like accountability with you, like with yourself around this? Um, well, we have our 75 hard group chat, which definitely has held me accountable, but also just in my relationships, like with my boyfriend and with my family, like telling them, this is what I'm doing. This is my goal. Like, here's what I need from you. And I think what I learned really quickly is that we can't assume that everybody else is going to understand what our goal is, but we do have, you know, just the commitment to ourselves and the responsibility, like we have to take radical responsibility for what our goal is and translate that outwardly. And so at first, you know, people in my life were like, what is it that you're doing? Why are you doing it? And they didn't get it. And I realized that it wasn't my responsibility to sit there and convince them through words. It was to show them through action. And it was funny because actually the other night it was like, 10 p.m. My boyfriend was staying the night, and I was. He was like, I told him at like seven o'clock. I was like, I have to read before I go to bed tonight. And then we like lay down. He was like, Aren't you gonna go get your book? And I was like, Like I almost forgot. And I was like, You're right. Like I have to get up and I have to go get my book. And so if I wouldn't have told him, if I wouldn't have added that layer of accountability, being honest with him and with myself, then I probably, I w- actually, I would be back at day like six right now because that was just a few days ago and so I think it's really important that no matter where you're at or what it is that you're working towards you outwardly communicate not only what your goal is but why it's important to you and how you plan on showing up for it and just being really honest with yourself and with the people in your life what it is that you need from them because sometimes you just need a cheerleader sometimes you need somebody to do it with you and go with you Sometimes you need somebody, like, tell them, like, I need tough love. I need you to call me out on my BS when you can see me, you know, going, giving up or, you know, taking the easy road or whatever it is. And so I think that that for me has been, it's been fun to just show up in a sense of, like, for me, not for anybody else, but also to, like, let the people around me in my life that matter see just the change. And I wholeheartedly believe that they're now getting the best version of me. Like I just, the energy and the values and just in general who I'm showing up as and who I'm making a choice to be, they benefit as a byproduct too. Yeah, and it's so important because, I mean, of course, this is a journey for ourselves, but think about, you know, all the times that you've said you're going to do something and you maybe do it for like two days and then you give up and you're like, oh, well, like it's whatever. I'll, I'll start again next week or next month or, you know, now it's just not a good time. And like, I've thought I've, I know that I've done that before. And, you know, thinking about other people, everyone is what, like, I don't want to say everyone's watching you in like a bad way, but like people are observing you, people are observing what you're doing. And if they can see you committing to something and then giving up and committing and giving up and committing and giving up, they aren't going to take you that serious. And then in turn, think about if they don't take you serious, are you taking yourself serious? Like, I think a lot of the times when we struggle to commit to something or struggle to stay with something, it's because we aren't even taking ourselves serious because we haven't shown ourselves in the past that we can stick with something. And so, you know, all it takes is one thing to commit to one thing and do it all out for you to prove yourself that you can do it because it's going to take baby steps, but that's the thing. It comes down to one thing. Like all you need is one, pr- 
program or one, you know, class or course or project and sticking it out through the end to prove to yourself you can do it. And so you have to take yourself serious before you can expect anybody else in your life to take you serious. And yeah, for me, like the group helped me a lot. And like going back to the text, I remember I was at work and you texted me that and in my head, I was like, shit. (laughs) I was like, dang it. Like, did she, did she just say she was doing this program? Like, I know I want to do it, but like, I'm scared and I just don't want to, like, I know it's going to be so hard. And like, that's what went through my head. And then I remember, I don't know, it was like a day or two later. I was like, no, fuck that. Like I'm doing this (laughs) because me like having that saying no was like my sign that I needed to do it because Mm -hmm. like, why would I say no to something that I've been wanting to do for Mm -hmm. a while? Like, you know, it was because I was letting that fear like get in front of what I was wanting to do. And so I just kind of pushed it to the side and then I started figuring out what I was doing. I looked up the tasks again to make sure like I knew everything. And um, I got into that accountability group and we've, we've been going strong now since the beginning with that group. And I think it's so cool because we've had some really raw and real moments from the members in there. And we have, you know, a lot of us are strangers. Like a lot of us don't know each other actually in person. And so that's the cool thing too, is that we've been able to hold each other accountable, even though we don't know each other in person. Um, So that's been a huge help. But yeah, just telling everyone in my life, like not waiting for people to ask, but I straight up went and like told them myself because I knew that I didn't want to wait for them to ask. I needed people to know, like I needed people to know now that I was doing this and that I was going to stick it out and like, once you tell people they are watching you even harder. And so for me, I knew that if I was going to be at work around the same people every day, like they're going to know if I'm not doing something that I said I was going to do. And so it's just helped too, because, you know, they've been really encouraging for me. And that's really awesome to see that because when you're doing stuff like this, this is something else we've talked about. We learn who our real supporters are and like we learn who our real, real friends are because when you're doing something this hard and you communicate the why behind it and your goal with it you know people are either going to want to see you succeed or they're going to want to sabotage you and Mm -hmm. or make it really really hard for you to like complete what you need to do and so that's been a big eye-opener to me also is just knowing who my real supporters are yeah and I I feel like we've been talking about this a lot in the last week in general and it's like the more energy that you put into yourself, you attract energy of the same vibration. And so if you are currently in a circle who is living at or below the level that you're living at, like how do you expect to grow? And so when you put yourself into a circle or a community or a bucket or a room or whatever it is of people who are living above the level that you're living at, who you're inspired by, who you just really admire, realize that you can run with them and that, you know, me and you and the group that we're doing this with, nobody in there is special. Everybody just made a choice and a decision to commit. And I think a lot of times people cultivate the victim mindset that, you know, the people around me just, I I don't have the resources or that nobody wants to do it with me. And like, I know that we talked about this on our podcast episode before is like the power of social media. Like you can get into a community of people who you are inspired by very, very easily if you intentionally 
seek them out. And so whether you do or you don't, it's still a choice. And so it's like a choice that you have to live with. And I, this program is going to be something that we carry with us throughout the rest of our life. Like, it's not just like, we're going to get through the 75 days and like, forget about it. Right. It's things that you do that are going to propel you forward in the next six months, six years. And so I think that that is just really powerful in general. Yeah. Um, question. Do you think you'll ever do it again? I, I don't know. I, as we're kind of getting to like this, like final phase, like we have like a month left. I'm like, what comes next? Like, do I do it again? Do I, and I know there's like the live hard program too, which is like a different, it's like the next step of 75 hard. I haven't investigated it too much, but I don't know. I definitely think that when it's over, it's going to be like a piece of me is missing. (laughs) I I don't know. Like, I just like, don't know how I'm going to feel once the program's over. What about you? I probably will do it again, but probably not until like next year. Um, I can't really plan for a time because there's never going to be a good time. Like, I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be one of those things where I give myself maybe like a month advance in advance notice or like a couple weeks that, you know, Hey, I'm starting again. Like, let's go. Um, but yeah, I, July 12th, 2022, we start again. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> that was the day we started this time. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I'd want to do it at like a different time in the year. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, around the holidays, that's when true grit and true discipline, like true discipline would be built. Yeah. That would be really, really tough. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think I will definitely do it again just because of what I've learned now. And I know that what I've learned now is going to be beneficial every year you know like Mm -hmm. there's going to be a different phase of life that i'm in and there's going to be something new to learn every single time uh so yeah i definitely will Uh, i was thinking about something when you were talking and i forgot what it was (laughs) i think (laughs) i don't know just in general like i'm a very goal-oriented person and so when I was feeling like I wasn't having any, like having anything to work towards, that's when I decided that 75 hard was going to be for me is because I needed something that was going to keep me accountable and that kind of had like structure. I'm somebody who thrives off of like routine. Um, I will say that there's some parts that I'm not going to miss, like the two 45 minute workouts a day, like on 12 hour shift days. Like I love it for the season that I'm in. Do I think it's sustainable forever? maybe not and I think that that's something that a lot of people need to establish is like what is sustainable for the season that you're in and I know we've talked about this many of times that 75 hard isn't for everybody point blank period and nobody is meant to have the same goals as you nobody is meant to perform at the same level as you and I think we talked about this earlier in this episode like comparison robs you of so much joy and comparison robs you of so much progress so what would be your biggest piece of advice to some we're on what we'll wrap this up here soon <laughs> your biggest piece of advice to somebody who's listening who is really struggling with like i want to do that because they're doing it but i don't think i'd be good at it but i don't know where to start like who's really stuck in the comparison game of what they should be doing what they feel like they quote unquote should be doing versus what other people are doing mm. that's that's a good question I would say, like I mentioned earlier about me and my values, you have to be so brutally honest with yourself. Like you have to get so, so brutally real with yourself in terms of, are you living your life for yourself or are you living your life for the approval of others? And that's 
a huge thing. Like, obviously, we want to come off, you know, as attractive to other people. And you can define that however you want, whether it's looks, whether it's, you know, if we want people to think we have our lives together all the time or like we have the best clothes or the best home decor, you know, whatever. These are just things I'm throwing out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, are you, have you accepted where you are in this moment? But also, are you still goal oriented? Like, do you approve of yourself where you are? Or are you letting the approval of others determine where you are? You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. that conversation that you need to have with yourself. And it's going to be deep. It might make you cry. It, it you know, it's made me cry in the past. Like, it's going to bring out the real the real values that you have like deep down because that's how serious it is. Like it's not something that is just easy to come by and like to get over this comparison. Like you have to get deep with yourself and you have to get so real. And that is where the change happens is when you are able to just speak with yourself and be quiet and let your mind like process things and like let your heart out. You know, like I think so many of us are afraid to show our values and to show who we are because we're scared of someone in our life not approving. So it just comes down to that. Like, I know that's a really deep answer, but like, that's what it comes down to. No, I love that because like, that's the level that you have to be on when you want to live at that next level because you like you're only gonna go as deep with others as you go with yourself so like if you're just surface level with your feelings just surface level with your goals just surface level with your emotions you're never gonna be able to go deeper than that with anybody else and like I can think of multiple workouts in the last seven days where I've just cried you know it's like I you know it's like this messy confusing process of like I'm obsessed with who I'm becoming but it's also so beautifully confusing like it's (laughs) like I love it but I hate it because in those moments like you said like you have to choose you and you have to seek the approval of you and realize that like you're the only person that you live and die with like point blank period you're guaranteed to live and die with yourself like nobody else is guaranteed to do that with you and so I think that that is like mic drop that is so deep but i love it and that i love it any other things you want to say before we wrap this up i think just really quick i think that like is a really good ending point for this but just to anyone who is thinking about doing 75 hard or you know you're you're not sure if it's for you just do it you know like just Mm -hmm. honestly rip the bandit off and commit because like michaela said like none of us are special we have just decided to do something really hard with our lives. <laughs> and, you know, it hasn't been for any other reason than for ourselves. And so, you know, rip the bandaid off, try it, start, but make sure you're looking into it. Know the tasks before you say you're going to do it. Okay. This yes. is a very tough love lesson here <laughs> that I don't think, I didn't think we would have to communicate as many times as we did, mm-hmm. but why would you commit to something but not know what you're committing to like that's just that just comes back to knowing knowing your values and knowing who you are because if you're committing something and you don't know what you're doing you're already failing yourself so look into the program you know go to andyfrisella.com and look into the program learn about it and you know what i did even before starting was i went to youtube and i typed up and found people who have done it before and shared their experience and that was really insightful for me because I was able to kind of get a better idea 
of the program as a whole and what challenges I knew like to expect. And so do you have any like piece of advice for someone wanting to start? Yeah, I read his book. It was so good. And I listened to so many of his podcasts, like Mm -hmm. his podcasts give me life. Like I love like his just real raw personality. But I think like you said, like know what you're getting into before you do it because a lot of people will start and do the entire first 10 days wrong and not even realize it. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh shit, like now what? Well, you're back in day one because you didn't know what you were doing before Mm -hmm. you started. So like do your research and always lead with that why, which is why I asked you why you did 75 hard because when you know the why and then you know the how, it all falls into place. Like you have to know what it is that you're working towards and why it's important to you. Exactly. And you get to choose your hard. Mm-hmm. Is it harder to stay exactly where you're at, doing the exact same things with the exact same people? Or is it harder to make the choice to commit to something bigger than yourself? Right. I had to, like, tell myself, like, the time is going to pass anyways. Like, if I, mm-hmm. when I, you know, before I started, like, I thought, if I didn't do this, and then I saw them doing this, in 70 to 5 days from now, I probably would have been pissed that I didn't do it with them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that kind of thing too, where it's like, time's going to pass. I might as well do something that is new and learn something. And it's been really rewarding. I love that. TBD amount of days here. So you might as well grow while you can. <laughs> Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon. Chat soon.